Some live. Flying? What? what? Chasing rainbows? What happened? Dear is it Randy Rainbow. Randy Rainbows. Comedian? Comedian? Or Comedian? I don't know. Name's Randy Rainbow? She ain't here. That's all we know. Is okay. this thing on? Randy Rainbow. Vera is in absentia. So if someone could tell us who Randy Rainbow is. Could you pull a phone? We'll know. We'll know. We'll know, you know. Is it like Who's somebody us? like, should we know who it is? I don't know. Not no, I don't know. No. I don't know. I think we're live on Instagram. It makes sense if you're yeah, like, no, like, obviously it's got to be a fruitcake, right? Because it's Randy yeah. Rainbow. Rainbow. It, it does suggest a certain amount of homosexuality. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, it sounds like a homosexual. Yeah, homosexual. One person who's not homosexual is our returning champ. <laughs> Tim, you're back in the building, boy. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from uh, literally from January 15th, Martin Luther King Monday. Uh, till February 15th, I was, uh, well, dead to the world. Um, I tested negative for COVID multiple times, negative for the flu multiple times, but, uh, I lost 10 pounds, couldn't eat, couldn't breathe, sore throat, the whole nine. And, uh, lost my voice for like a week and a half. And, uh, it was miserable. I was miserable, but, uh, miraculously, I went to Florida this weekend for my grandmother's 90th birthday. And, uh, the uh, warm Florida air dried me right up, so uh, feeling feeling better this week. So trying to See, get uh, back on the horse. That's really so. weird because you usually come away with Florida for, with a disease. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, especially Your when you're with my family for that long. But uh, but uh, no, no, came back healthier. So. so that's good. That's exciting. We're glad yeah. to have you back on board. With, with, with yes, yeah. Vera's been just looking around, you know, Know what to fight with? Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, Vera's, she's got Vera's Christina. They she got Christina. Chris, no, yeah. Christina lost. Christina just lost her nana last week. That was great. I was, I was, it was a good time last week. I did, I did yeah, over the kidney. You did. you did over a kidney. See, and that's why you were here. <laughs> you, that's, I was like, where's Tim when we need him? Yeah. Christina, that's what I Christina, said. yeah. <laughs> Christina pulled oh. back on your behalf. It was very admirable. Yeah. It was a, <laughs> yeah, good. She was, she was, she was. I guess it was. Yeah. weren't you, Christy? What, what's, what's going on, yeah. with you girl? You living, you living, you dreaming, you, you living the life. Uh, right. you know, living a nightmare, not dreaming. Living a life. Living a life. Anyway. Yeah, it's not. I, I don't know whose life it is. It's. Somebody's got to come get these kids. I don't know when their parents are coming home. And I don't know when my mom's coming back home either because I'm exhausted. So it's like, <laughs> somebody's got to right. take care of me. Sometimes you've got you to you, wonder, like, what, what, when, when did we decide that being adults was okay? Oh, you're the true voice of reason. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm like, it's because you're exactly Yeah. My childhood self would be like, what you doing? What you doing with this life? What you doing? Yeah. I'm interested. What, what has happened here? What's going on? My childhood life would, kid self would be like, oh, we're so disappointed in you. Oh, you're a mom now? <laughs> Put your mom jeans yeah. on, mom. Oh, God. What happened to you? It's actually really funny. I, I do have two minutes. Uh, I actually got a phone call today from somebody that I used to work with. He was my old supervisor, my old manager. And I hadn't seen him or talked to him in, I think, six years. Maybe. I don't even know when I got married. 2018 was that. That's six years. So when he called, he's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And I go, so-and-so? I like freaked out. And, and he's an older man. You know, I just, he was like the dad of the group and, or like more like a grandpa basically, but just the sweetest old man. I, I, I missed him so much. It was so nice to talk to him and catch up. But it was like, you know, again, like better times when I was, I didn't have so many responsibilities when he was my manager and, 
you know, we had such a good time. He's like, so is this person here? Is this person? I'm like, no. Half the group that we used to be isn't there anymore. And I, I miss it. I said, I was like, I don't know how I got here. How did I get here? But, how you know. it ends up this way. What a yeah. Hi, Jeff. Remember we had a show called that. Remember we had a show called I can called never remember that damn name. How we ended, how yeah, we ended how up we this way. This way. Yeah. Oh, go check it out if you, you're bored. You can go on YouTube. There's a whole like older something. It's like put together. There's episodes of this thing. And there was we got a playlist. Like Jenny Pellin when her book came out. And she talks about her childhood and what it was like being raised by Roseanne Barr. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's an interesting read. <laughs> wow. What's your, what's your book going to be called, Jeff? Uh, am I dead yet? <laughs> That's a positive and happy I am ready. Oh. I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, yeah, see, mine was I, be, I woke up again. How about I'm still alive? Oh, like Ashley, I made it. This is I, I thought for sure it was going to be what her happened was the Jeffrey Evans. Yeah. No, no, no. We have a show called What Her Happened Was, too, which, we, which I'm trying. I'm trying to, to resurrect. I'm just going to get my co hosts together and ready. They're just busy I mean, people. I, I was actually just talking to somebody I hadn't caught up with in a while and I was like, I can't wait to to get with you because, you know, they've been traveling. She was just in Paris. And I'm like, I can't wait to, to tell you about the sub shop. I'm like, because it really is like an everyday real life episode of Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> like the shit that goes Did Somebody on, jump across the counter? Like it is <laughs> absolute pandemonium constantly. You had a thief? Well, oh. I mean, the last time I saw you, uh, I think a girl had shit herself behind the counter. So, I mean, I'm tuning in. <laughs> oh, Nobody Lord. shit themselves on a counter. That did not happen. The customer's going to be like, I'm never going there. That did not happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lord. Well, I'm like, I can't share anything from the show anymore because somebody's going to reconnect it and they're going to go back and hear stories and be bitching about customers and it's all over with. That's it. We're done. Yeah, that's like, oh. Cancel. Like, yeah, that's it. Can't do it. It's a busy life. It's a busy life, but it's okay. We, 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 we persevere. We persevere. We push forward. Onward. Ever forward. Onward and upwards. Into the ever-loving bosom of Katrina H. Johnson, we must go. All right. Because it is time for this week. Hot load of hot topics. Shimmying. Shimmying for justice and shimmying for the world. World peace <laughs> and hunger and all that kind of... All that do We have a new clip you know. of that now. We do. We have a HD oh, yeah. clip. We'll have to get on to that one day. Of what? Um, oh, Katrina and Christina. Katrina. No, Katrina. I didn't do it. <laughs> do it. Look, she's going to fight me about it. Was she redoing it? No. A couple yeah. of weeks ago. Online. Flashback. Flashback in the memory. Flashback. Well, I haven't been here, man. She I, I was on the live show. I don't. I, she was on. I wasn't on. Oh, maybe you were. She was on two weeks in a row, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so my, my last week she was here when Luke hosted because Steve was traveling. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was the last time I was Oh, it yeah, we thought the Tesla roof was a fake. Was a, no, was no, a that was after, that was after that. That was after that because I I co-host I um hosted for a Tesla a couple of weeks ago. That was yeah, you know, commitment yeah. to the podcast. That's all we we keep yeah. moving. We keep moving. Um, Jeff Lewis is dead. <laughs> Richard no Band Aid. He just. Well, well, he said Jeff. Yeah, it's Richard. It's Richard, Richard Lewis. Lewis. I was looking at you. <laughs> Sorry. Richard Lewis. I was looking about wanting to wake up dead. I wasn't serious, you Jesus Christ. It is so hot here. Yeah. Sorry, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> I'll blame the heat, Malibu Barbie. Uh, I will. Well, what, a, what a hit. I hate this. You hate this. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah. I can't. Do you say watch that first? 
What? Do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm at all? It's not like a thing over there. I mean, I understand, like, you know, like, oh, he's in his 70s, right? But to me, now I'm like, oh, the, he's so young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? Old. I, I mean, I, I was, remember. Yeah. I'm I, sorry. Tw- 20 years ago, I would have been like, oh, well, you know. Now I'm like, oh, yeah. that's not old at all. 70s yeah. young. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it I was at my grandmother's 90th birthday, and they were, it was multiple 90 year olds, like, jumping and dancing around. And and they're going out getting, in, yeah. you know, not, I'm trashed at a bar still, like partying like yeah. in the 80s. And I'm like, Fuck yeah. 70s, right there. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh. oh. Yeah. He had Parkinson's, though. And, like, honestly, when the last season of Curb, I, again, I watch it. And he he looked, when he first appeared on the episode, I said to my husband, I go, he doesn't look good. Yes. And I, go, right. he, I said, he looks really sunken in. I go, and like almost like emaciated. I said, he looks like he's going to die. And one of the lines in the show, they're all talking, or I'm sorry, him and Larry are talking. And he, Richard Lewis says to him, he goes, you don't call me. You don't write. He goes, you dress awful. And he's like, <laughs> and Larry's like, what are we? He's like, am I, your, am I your wife? He goes, I have to call you. He goes, I dress awful. He goes, I, and Richard Lewis, he goes, I'm the best dressed comedian around. And, and Larry David goes, when are you going to die? <laughs> and it was a joke. And like, and then in the next episode, Richard Lewis says that he's going to put Larry in his will. And Larry goes, I don't want the fucking money. He goes, don't do it. He goes, I don't want the application. I don't want, I don't want the money. He goes, well, I'm going to do it. He goes, I want you to know how much I care about you. And he goes, no, no, no. He goes, please, please. It's too much of an application. I don't want it hanging over my head. He goes, I have money. I don't want the money. He goes, don't give it to me. And that, and again, I just, the way he looks, if you watch the show, you, you could see it. Like you could just the see it. Was, it was the last like, yeah, two or three seasons, just, he you know, popped up and uh, yeah, did not look good no. at all. No, but I, I didn't know the, he had Parkinson's. Well, like I had no idea. Maybe yeah, they knew. That. Maybe well, obviously they knew something was going on. So maybe they're just trying to, I don't know, deal with it through the art that they create. Like look at Christina, uh, Christina Ricci. I'm having a really bad day today. Christina Applegate <laughs> yeah, in, in in the last <laughs> season of Dead to Me. Like in the last season of Dead to Me, she's like there's a very big difference from her into. In yeah. season two and oh, season three, I can't remember. Yeah, my brain. Three, yeah. like, yeah, three. that 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 demarcation point of like, you know, everything was fine, and then it's really, really not okay anymore. It's like it right. happened so quickly. You're like, oh, geez, right, okay, things are not and okay. <laughs> I didn't know that him and Larry David were born three days apart and in the same hospital. There you go. Really? Did anybody know that? Oh, I did not. I just found that out today. Yeah. I think that is fucking crazy. Like they have been, they have been together their whole lives. Like that is crazy. Besties, just, man. Yeah, besties, man. It was yeah. good. Like so, that and that must be kind of cathartic for them to to go. Yeah, okay, we're dealing with this, but we can also put it into the art that we create to help the audience. Now that they know, now that everyone knows what's happened. You can look back and go, oh, okay, like I get it. Like they're they're mm-hmm. trying to make, trying to comment on it without, because yeah, he, he was having problems. Hmm. So he was. He stopped touring. He stopped doing stand up. Oh, yeah. It's all part and parcel of you know of the change of life, uh, change like you know your changing of life. And I said, I said weeks ago, I said. Something ain't right with somebody, and then now, oh Jesus Christ! Did anyone watch any mm. of Where Is Wendy Williams? Oh, I don't want to. I don't. I could that. not watch it. it is I so watched sad. maybe thirty seconds, forty seconds. I said, "This is just awful," and I kept it fucking moving. I could not. So, yeah, so she just looked. She has been. She, she has been diagnosed. Awful. She's been diagnosed with primary progressive aphasia and front and frontal. Oh God, frontotemporal dementia. So exactly the same kind of condition that Bruce Willis is suffering at the moment. But as soon as I saw her in the trailer for that documentary, I was like, 
Ooh, that'd be eight, right? Well, yeah, eight, right? I mean, when you started seeing her eyeballs change, right? You knew yep. it wasn't just an alcohol problem. It wasn't or just... Or graves, like, or the like, graves. There, or, there was yeah. other things going on, right? There's medical issues wrong with this woman. It's not just mm -hmm. she has an addiction issue. Like, there really is things wrong with her. She's not okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you... You know, like there was always things going on besides. Oh, she just she's got a booze problem, or she likes her coke. You know, yeah, it's, it's it a is, sad yeah. thing. You know, like it's she's it's very know, sad. Did you see the rough life? Did you see the clip of her uh, talking with Black China? No, and she just kind of. It's like, oh, I know that I know those dementia. I, I like she's she's not there, and she's like. I, I'm gonna tell you my real name, and she's like, "Oh, okay, yeah." She's having one of those moments, and it's actually really, really sad. No matter what you think about, Wendy, like I've heard a lot of people be like, "Oh, all Wendy Williams did was talk shit about people." Uh, rah, rah, rah. It's like, yeah, but no one deserves this. Like, well, what she did was yeah. very. I mean, look at all the men that do it; and they don't have yeah. the rap that she had. Like, yeah. TMZ. Yeah. Nobody's talking shit about him. He's doing the same damn thing. Yeah, but she did it first. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And you know, it's and just... she was unapologetic, and she wasn't really a bitch. She was just trying to be humorous and give her take. You know, she just wasn't a stand-up comic like Joan Rivers. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like her yeah. show wasn't meant to be mean. It was no, meant it to be like true. snarky, kind of. You know, like haha. You know, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, like oh, there are what you it. doing? Like, girl, you better sit down, yeah. honey. You better stop messing with him. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, it wasn't like this bitch. Like I don't know, like yeah. malicious. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, a, yeah. The court of public opinion is always going to make people. You know, like some people like people, some people don't like people. That's cool, but yeah. No, you don't. You wouldn't wish this upon anyone. Like she's not only is she suffering this, she's got her medical conditions. She's in a conser financial conservatorship. She doesn't she slash to. can't speak to her family at the moment. It, there's there's a lot going on. Like she's being kept from speaking to people. It's eerily reminiscent of someone else that we shall not talk about. Like these conservatorships <laughs> really need. These conservatorships well, really need like a a panel as opposed to one person like playing God. There's all those in the background. Like the family was blown <laughs> through the money, and it doesn't sound like she's got a ton of it. Talk no, shows that, that don't pay, like they did in the nineties, and she wasn't so, on, like a major network. You know what I mean? No. So like, if they're blowing through all that cash, and she's you know what I mean? Like somebody had to step in to be like, yo, she yeah. she. You know, she's not going to have money to take care of herself for the rest of her life. Yeah. I mean, at what point does somebody get to say, yo, somebody's got to, this chick's not okay. Somebody's got to look out for her. I mean, right. I understand like we had the Britney situation, but at what point is a family toxic? What At what point do we say? something? <laughs> I mean, I think it's a hard thing no matter what. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even with Britney, right? Like clearly there was issues. So if she was out of control, just a few, just a few like, issues. But that's can't okay. manage your money. What What do you do? Do you let them? What? Yeah, I don't. Know. Well, I, I think it's it's not even like <clears throat> I think you're right. I mean, you have to have like an, a conservatorship of some sort. The problem is, is that it comes down to who can you trust to to run something yeah. for somebody. Right. You know that that's the issue is that you just fucking can't trust anybody anywhere well, there shouldn't anymore. Be allowed you know, like, to, there shouldn't be any financial the, gain from anybody yeah. that has financial say in the person's money. They they should not be allowed to have any gain in it at all. Well, to be fair, to be fair, I'm sure that they part of it is that they get paid, but there should be like an, a review, an overview of someone going, hey, you're earning this much money, but where is that coming from? Because you you should only be getting this much money from being paid from this person to be their, you know, to, from being their right, conservator. Right. You shouldn't be able to do, like that's the that was the big problem with the Britney deal is that Jamie had 
the power to to sign deals on her behalf and use her life. There should have been trustees that kept Jamie in check. Yeah, that's exactly the problem. Yeah, right. And I would hope I would hope for Wendy that you know, with the documentary coming to light, she's she's apparently the one that pushed it through. People are like, "Are you sure you want this to go to air?" And she's like, "Well, I want to be in control of my narrative." Like people. People are talking about me. People are saying this, that, the other. I want them to see what it is that, that's happening, and they can make up their own minds. So. Who's the guy in the back, though? Like it was her in the videos. The that's her. That's her um, manager. Or yeah, there's. I think there's a there's some, that guy's a bit shocked. Is it like Sam? Yeah, I think it's yeah. Or uh, what was the uh, Howard Stern? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anna, 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 Anna Nicole. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> See, it's always so you never. Forget. It's like you said, you never fucking know. You can't trust it's any, and it should. That's why it shouldn't be anyone that it's you scary. know. You you personally right, know. Right. No, it should be a third party. It should be a third party that is overseen by somebody else. Like, what? But even that's job. scary too, because yeah, you don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, like you said, there should be some sort of like fiduciary agreement, you know, where it's like, I can't gain off of off of your gains, like you said, you know what I mean? Like, there can't be any way, like, you can't pay me indirectly, I cannot reap any sort of, you know, there's got to be some sort of legal document that you benefited <clears throat> somehow, it's like prison for life or something, you know what I mean? Right. It has to be right. a stiff... Well, right, it's not only theft, but you're essentially taking, you're taking advantage of somebody... Yeah. Who's in a in a you know a, a substandard mental state you know or whatever the terminology is I it escapes me, but um but yeah I mean you're taking advantage of someone who's not in the right mental state so that that should be a crime you know in itself never mind the fact you're just stealing money from somebody so mm-hmm. yeah you should you should go to jail for a very long time if you get audited at the end of it and you've gained something you know or you should yeah. be audited every year you know where did this come from how'd you afford this what you know. There should be like a special department of IRS or something that, or SEC commission that that monitors things like that because that's that's a slippery slope, man. Get your hands on someone's paycheck, uh, checkbook, you know. But I'm very, I'm just very impressed. We came up with the word fiduciary. That's my favorite word. It's like an E-trade commercial, and the lady's like, "Well, we're not a fiduciary, so we don't profit unless you profit." Like that's a fucking great word. Every day, every day. All right, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about a story that you guys probably don't know about, but it is massive news here in Australia um, and an unfolding story because of um, the content. And so if anyone is a little bit sensitive about domestic violence, spousal abuse, et cetera, et cetera, Maybe just um, hang back for a little bit um, because we are going to talk about a story that is, yeah, in the news here in Australia. Uh, It's the double homicide of um, former TV presenter uh, um, Jesse Beard, 26, and his partner Luke Davies, 29, um, by a 28-year-old Bo Lamar, who is a police officer. Now, um, who was who? So, who was who? Oh, sorry. Um, Jesse is on the left, so Jesse was a, a presenter in the in the like the My pinky, left, kind of, or the in okay. the pinky, the guy without the, the wool hat on, wool cap on. Yeah, so Jesse is the guy, yeah, Jesse's the guy, yeah, with like the tanny pinky jumper, like he was the on. TV dude, he was the pre- TV presenter, yeah. So, um, channel, channel 10 here, one of our big networks, um. Was a presenter, a, a kids' TV presenter, and then like graduated through to morning TV and all that kind of thing. Um, they were both shot and killed by um, a, a New South Wales police officer. Now, whoa, was it a three way gone uh, wrong? No, and this is what the problem is the way that this story has been reported and dealt with by. New South Wales police officers, uh, the police in general, and the media, because all three men were homosexual, the narrative to start with was that this is a crime of passion 
and that it is a relationship gone wrong. Turns oh. out that Bolomar, who is um, the son of one of the high-ups in the New South Wales Police Department, is actually a celebrity fan. So he's one of those people that stalks people at the airport and follows them around and gets photos with people. And the first allegations were that he was Jesse's ex-boyfriend, jealous ex-boyfriend. Turns out he was more of a stalker that has not dealt with the fact that, you know, this, these two, two guys only recently got into a relationship. He hasn't dealt with it and um, killed them both. He only apparently... This is this and uh, this is unfolding as we speak. Um, there's no confirmation as to like the motive, but it is believed that he only went to the apartment to kill Jesse to start with, but he didn't know the other guy was going to be there, so he murdered them both. Wow. Um, there. So this, yeah, this has all happened within the last week. They were, they were, um, you know, reported missing after a large amount of blood was found at the house at the or at the apartment at Jesse's So he apartment. moved. He moved the bodies. This guy. Yeah, yeah. The oh, it, it it gets it gets deeper. Okay, so they they yeah. found all this blood. Then a couple of suburbs over, they found uh, properties belonging to Jesse and somebody else in a dumpster. There was a white van that was um, hired and used to transport something that was then dropped off in Newcastle, in my hometown, <laughs> so like about an hour and a half away. Um, and Bolomar was spotted on CCTV buying a surfboard cover a day before the murder. Um, both of the bodies were found on a property known to his family, buried in a dirt mound in surfboard covers. Ah. So premeditated murder, disposing of evidence, and hiding a body. I mean, I don't know if I'm assuming Australian rules are pretty similar to United States rules. So is, are they saying that this this guy's father and family are covering it up because they're high-ranking? <laughs> Mother. Mother. Covering yeah. it up. Like, he's not even a good fucking cop. No, this, and, but this is the thing. It's taken right? until, it, it, it has taken them until this week to begin proceedings to remove him from the New South Wales police force. What the fuck? Wow. How about he's in cuffing, cuffed in, in a cell? You know, yeah, he, 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 he brought like he came forward. He came forward and um, handed himself in. But this is the problem. And the, the whole out-of-touch nature of the New South Wales Police Force is being brought into question because the com- I think it was the Deputy Commissioner or the Commissioner was on morning television and they were asking, you know, like, what do you think about the criticism of the police force? And she said, oh, what is it that Taylor Swift says? Hate is going to hate. <laughs> <laughs> wow! One, one, wait, yeah. one, so one of your one of your you know your people oh has murdered God. two people with a police weapon. Yeah, and, and we're haters. Can. Yeah. So this is this is blowing up. This is this this story will continue to unfold, and it um the New South Wales Police have officially been uninvited from the gay and uh, gay and lesbian Mardi Gras in Sydney this weekend. Well. Um, and that's that's another huge thing because the whole the whole thing about Mardi Gras was you know a response to the police to the police's attitude towards the queer culture in Australia, and there's been this kind of yay aren't we all together? Look, the police are marching in Mardi Gras and all that kind of thing. And now yeah. it is a question. It, it's a question of are they really serving? <laughs> everyone in the community i i think i i personally just uh i feel like that's a little bit of a slippery slope and i completely understand where it's coming from but i i I mean i when you were telling that story i wasn't like oh they're they're turning their back on the lgbtq community it's more to me like they're just trying to cover up one of their own you know i mean like that's that was the angle i was thinking but but i'm also not in that community so i don't know you know i mean like i don't know what the relationship is 
in that community with that police department. So I, I, you know, I, I can't really say. I think, but. I think the fact the the sense of self preservation is the problem. Right, right. When right. when it is when it is the police's duty to serve the public, serve and protect the public, you right. can't you can't close ranks and go, oh, he may have done it when he's confess like he's yeah, confessed right, and he did this right. like no yeah should, right i totally yeah, agree i, I don't think it's him them being like well it's a gay couple so who really cares let's just sweep it under the rug i think it's like you said more self-preservation and, than and, anything the, else. and the attitude towards the criticism of the police go like you're gonna quote a taylor swift lyric just yeah, because that's she's in the country i mean real like, that's crazy that's a that is like, crazy I don't get it. So oh, we're actually um, Luke and I are actually going to work a little bit on a show um, about um, you know domestic violence and mental health within the community and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's going to be a roundtable coming Jackie up soon. Coming but, in? Sorry, is Jackie going to be there? Who's Jackie? What do you mean, Sandy? Oh, <laughs> Jeffrey, Doctor Sandy, yeah, Doctor Sandy. Too. We are we are going to get a couple of people because there are a lot of different reactions coming up from this um yeah this event, and it is a story that is going to keep unfolding because it's bringing it's like an onion. It's got a lot of layers. There's a lot of layers. Yeah, yeah. Going on. <laughs> you know, there's a lot to a lot to process. Um. A lot to process for 90s children this week in the last couple of days as well. Now, Jeff and Christina, I've got a little news for you. Now, oh, New yeah. Kids on the Block are launching their magic summer tour that someone's going to. Just say it. But did you know they've released a new single called Kids? And they have reactivated their party line. Get so out you of here. can you can call go. up Have you can call time. up <laughs> and you get a special message from the boys and it is free of charge. They said they, they, they called that line a couple of times growing up. They they <laughs> took to tick, they took to TikTok to announce the reactivation of their party line. And they said, this time it's on us. So if you are hanging tough, if you have the right <laughs> stuff, you can get in contact with the uh, with the boys. They're they're interested in having a little chat. So um, party lines weren't really the biggest thing here in Australia, but I I remember like you know hearing about it. So <laughs> ninety, I'm betting yeah. Jeffrey, you you would have called it right. No, I actually never. No. No, but okay. you know, we had the gay party lines later on when we worked at the nightclub and everybody was on those after work. Happy yeah. That's probably a different kind of party. A different kind of party was. than the new kids. Yeah, I that's think. a that's yeah. a nine hundred number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, Chris Christina, did you ever call the new kids party line? Never. Never, not once, I don't think. Hetero Tim's my the sister the body line? I'm thinking my sister may have. I'm, I'm, maybe, I'm, maybe, but not me. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Oh, man. Me and, my, me and my sister used to call constantly. And then we had, we had, um, they're like, the thing where, like, the video cassette of, like, that album, you know, so it shows them making the videos and stuff. And me and my sister would take turns, like, singing songs in, like, a tube of toothpaste. And uh, like we just turned the volume way up on the TV, and then like lip sync the music, and then like whoever wasn't singing had to be the crowd. And uh, oh man, we used to do shit like that all the time. Yeah, I had music yeah, in right. bags. I had I had blankets. And yeah, yeah, I was big in. We had the bedding set. Yeah, I remember the bedding set, the posters. Like I I know we had all that stuff, but I don't remember calling the the hotline. I wish what I, I wish I did. Exciting, what an exciting revelation! It's I'm telling you, I'm sure my sister. We've or... got the we've got the major fan like right here, yeah. like it's yeah. like living. Yeah, you should have took. You should have took. You should have took Tim with you. He would have gone to the concert. Me and Melissa are actually trying to get tickets. Yes, the same night that you guys are going. So yes, that'd be amazing. I'm so jealous. 
Just take my you spot. Can tell the and Paula Abdul together. <laughs> oh my God! Oh man, oh. Paula Abdul, two steps forward, two steps backward, one step back. Ooh, yeah, right see, here. I was a huge Paula Abdul fan. Like, yes, bye, Paula Abdul. Yeah, my hat, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was too busy stepping it out. She was stepping it out. I keep getting, stepping it out. And this one, Jeffrey, this one's totally dedicated to you because I didn't even know it was fucking happening. The remake of Don't Tell Mom Babysitter's Okay. Comes out like next month. Why? I don't know if I like Shut it. the fuck First up. off. <laughs> here we go. First off. I go. used to love this movie as a kid. I'd love running. I'm obsessed. It, you know, but somebody I spent 10 years with watched this movie weekly. I don't ever fucking need to see it again. And I sure as hell don't need to see the goddamn remake. Okay? Weekly. So, I'm right on top of that, Rose. I'm good. Is this that's a one of those lines? That's one of those lines I can drop randomly anywhere and somebody gets it. And I do drop it often. Yeah. Like, uh, if somebody has to do something, I'm always like, I'm right on top of that, Rose. And it's there's only someone in the room that gets it. I am. I'm <laughs> Uh, at work, I you have you could put a quote at the top of it. Yes. I, that's my quote. I'm right on top of that. Room. I'll show yeah. it to you right now if I had my last. Is this a hor- is this is this a horrible time to announce that we're gonna do an assigned seating or don't tell mom the babysitters? Then? Oh, count me in. Let me know when because I would love to watch it. The other day, I was home alone doing the dishes, and when I finished, I said the dishes are done, man, and I went <laughs> and sat down. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually a little upset they're remaking it. Like that's because that's one yeah. of those movies. Like I wish they didn't touch. But who is it? Play Carolyn. Well, yeah. Let who is just, it? Oh, let me let me jump in. Let me jump in. So well, the, uh, the trailer was real weak. Yeah, well, I never seen. I haven't seen it. Same, yeah, I, I have no tra- idea. The trailer is the trailer's attached to the article on our page. So you can go have a look. It's um, like real quick, and it's what's the modern fuck? version. The modern de- version stars Nicole Ritchie, Simone Joy Jones, yeah. and Joy yeah. and June Squibb with Gus Kenworthy also appearing. I don't know any of these names. Yeah, Nicole Ritchie. fucking one of them. I know Nicole Ritchie, but all the other ones, I don't know who you're but talking Nicole about. Nicole Ritchie's playing like the Rose role, right? I believe so. I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought that's what I caught in the trailer where she's like, you need to say, I'm right on top. Or I'm right on whatever, and it cuts off. I'm yeah. like, yeah, just before the roll, the the, the line comes out. Oh, you need to say, yeah, but they didn't really show who was well, playing, like the daughter. Let me like, see. Uh, I believe she is. Or I think they showed her at the door, but then showed the like the babysitter real quick. It was a very very quick trailer. It didn't. Really... It is very quick. Let me go to the. Did they put her on a crate and leave her to church? Well, June Squibb is the is the babysitter. She's like an uh, an actress, like an old Broadway, like old movie actress. So she's the. Oh, Jermaine Fowler is in it. She Miles doesn't look mean, though. Nicole, Nicole Richie is Rose. Correct. Yes. Like how? Like the whole like she has to be a mean babysitter, otherwise you're gonna feel bad she died. Yeah. Like, and this maybe bitch she's... doesn't look like mean. The other bitch looked but like maybe, a fucking witch. Did. Maybe she's Gary. racist because I believe that the younger cast is black. So maybe she's racist. Uh, okay, well that would just be horrible. Like, <laughs> Don't tell them the babysitter is is a racist. Is the, yeah. <laughs> the grand <laughs> That's not funny. Like that's not going to be. You, you know what I mean? Like that. There's nothing funny about that. Too. Yeah, you're right. That's, but maybe she's a, maybe she's one of those babysitters, you know, that is nice to the parents and turns into a raging cunt when the kids are alone. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know enough about it yet. We got to we got to wait and see. So it's coming out well, in April, which, this one. which means we'll have to sit down and talk about it soon. So mm, there you go. No. Well, I, I, no. a rumors, yeah. the rumors that I've heard are not good. So don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Like I just watched The Godfather the other day for the first time all the way through, and I just and the first thing I said to myself is Christ, they better not try to remake this fucking movie because mm-hmm. it was. I mean, it wasn't really like a. It's just it's actually very poorly done. If that makes any sense, like it's very like cheesy. Yeah. Well, it's but the movie era. was great, and yeah, and but the movie, I'm like, 
how could you redo this? Like you couldn't touch no. this movie. You know, it's just it's just one of those. And I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying any of these movies yes. are great, but that's like I would hate to see them redone. Like, don't touch, don't ruin something that's good. Well, already, you, you know what I mean? You can't those actors in that era and what no. they did. Like, right? That art doesn't exist anymore. Our how people act now is totally different. And the, you know? even like, the yeah, world, like the way the world the style, was at the time yeah. the movie was created is a very different, you know, very different place to what it was. But which is even something like Don't Tell Mom, like it's it's like okay, that movie was funny because it was like when when we were that age when it came out, we were kind of like, oh, this would be awesome, Imagine you know. And like, you, you hadn't seen it before. Now it's like we're always going to yeah. compare the remake to the original, yeah. not to its own story. Well, that was like when you, every... when you when you hit gold. With the first thing, it's it's not gonna strike twice. You know, lightning's yeah. not gonna strike twice. Yeah. Odds are, it gonna you know, so. like, trying to remake Home Alone. Like, how do you do that? Oh, even even yeah. bringing him back. What what are you gonna do? Have him leave his? You would have to re- like, like bring back the entire yeah. cast for it to make you, sense. Then you, you know what I mean. You would yeah. have to somehow have him be in a fucked up situation where he's alone as an adult. Where he forgets. Because <laughs> you, know, you can't have him forget his kid. Like, do that to his kid after that was sent to him. Like, and what? Yeah. You, you have cell phones and shit now. Like, yeah. Right. is not really a plausible um, scenario. Right. You'd have to do something with him and the family and have the, the people. Like, you'd have to come up with an entirely different. Yeah, sometimes like, sometimes yeah. a straight out re- like a reboot is needed, even though a property is much beloved. There is a property that is much beloved and part of our history that is made that's made news again this week. The good old Power Rangers. Now that Netflix are owning them, they're getting serious. So they they did the nostalgia thing, and we we talked to we talked to Karen about it when she was on. God, that's nearly two years ago now. Because we talked to Karen just after she'd filmed it. So, um, but they are rebooting Power Rangers as an hour long episode series. Yeah. I don't know if that works, wow. right? Like, yeah, like they're going to be hour episodes. I think part of it was like, you know, yeah, 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 we're done. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I don't know that kids' attention spans are any better than they were then. The Avatar <laughs> show that just came out that they did. I haven't even seen this. The kids season, like the cartoon, so I put it on for a game. It like because I thought, okay, you know, they're, they're, it's gonna look real high end, you know, like it's Netflix, right? So I'm thinking, okay, yeah. well, if they do power. Oh, the, gonna... oh, different Avatar. Sorry, I'm with you. Yeah, no, uh, it Air was really. Avatar, it was cheaply <laughs> done. You know, what I mean? it looked like a TV show. Yeah. yeah. So I'm Sometimes like, oh, do. so I'm wondering if like, oh, is Power Rangers still going to look like Power Rangers? You know what I mean? Well, so it's right. got Netflix yeah. money and Hasbro money behind it now. So who knows? We'll have to wait and see. And if they're going to, you know, cherry pick any of Yeah, but they're not their... spending money like that. Yeah. Well, like, it's all going on that Stranger Things show that, you know, is wrapping up this year. <laughs> they need to keep yeah, reminding cool. themselves that they're wrapping that show up. It's the edition. Yeah. Because well, there's not a lot yeah. else on there's not a lot else on Netflix anymore. It's supposed to be teenagers like, now. It's a bunch of forty five year olds. Yeah, in LA. <laughs> <laughs> the Look, sometimes things look different though when they are reimagined. Uh, did anyone ever remember the movie from the nineties, The Crow? Sorry, oh, Brendan it. Lee. Love it. Here's yeah. our here's our first look at Bill Skarsgård as Eric Draven in the remake. Bill Skarsgård. Look at Bill. I can get uh, see Bill. the Raven is one that I think I could get behind. As much as I love the original, I mean the crow. <laughs> I don't know why you said the Raven. Um, the crow is one that I think would like could use an update. You know, like I I would appreciate an update to something like that. Well, that's but uh, yeah yeah I don't but and I love Bill Skarsgård because I'm a huge Pennywise fan. Even like the Tim Curry Pennywise. So exactly. Uh, like looking at right. what he did with Pennywise, I can't imagine right. what he's going to do with something, you know, similarly as dark. Six degrees of right. uh, Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's all right. We like it. We like a Skarsgård. We like Wait, it. Bill Skarsgård was in Power Ranger. No, in the original what is it the original Crow, right? Yeah. The oh Brandon Lee. Yeah, the original Yellow Ranger was in it. Trim. Oh really? She died. 
Everything, oh, I didn't know everything that. on Uncensored Radio leads back to Power Rangers. We just have to, wow. we just have to accept it. We we had a bit of a flashback episode. Next to my one. obituary Austin picture online, John. it'll be there. Be a picture of Austin St. John. <laughs> That's what that was the episode that, that we that we played on on Wednesday. On well, if, that oh. when fucking uh, what's her fuck? She's like, oh, you were on the show with Karen, weren't you? Yeah, and you're like, bitch, we've like, been doing and... this radio show for a fucking year, and you thought I was a Power Ranger. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you do have a very similar like. I didn't think picture. she thought I was Austin. I thought she thought I was uh, Polly. Bulk. Yeah, <laughs> I thought she thought I was Paul. No, you and you and Austin, you and Austin look do have a very similar like facial look. It's like okay. It, like I was looking at because pi- I was looking at pictures. I'm like I could see it, especially when you were like all skinny nature. I didn't have a beard. I was like, who is that girl? I love looking at old images everywhere. Is that love that movie too? By the way, who is that girl? I'm trying to get Melissa to watch girl? it. Love that movie. Wow, some secret taste of, of loud and loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> like one of my favorite movie lines. Oh, oh, anyway. So um Jeffrey and I <laughs> took a little oh well it's not really nostalgia, but it's nostalgia based because while I was visiting Jeffrey, we had a little bit of a horror movie marathon and we watched the latest scream movies back to back and then Jeffrey fell asleep in the mm. second one, but that's okay. <laughs> but um Skeet Ulrich has revealed that he was originally pitched a three movie deal for his return as Billy Loomis. And now that Melissa Barrera has been fired, he is um, telling the story. So they can't really go back and use it now that she was going to be the killer in Scream 7. Her psychosis was... didn't know the plot. Well, this is the pi- this was the plot he was pitched. This is um, at a convention recently. He was like, that's the plot I was pitched. I don't know if they wrote it into 7, but that's where I assume we were going with it. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So, Screams, Scream is a sinking ship. They're going to have to really <laughs> rebrand and, and come up with a better idea because everyone's like, I don't know. I'll just tell you what I know. We'll tell you <laughs> later on. That's okay. That's all good. You know, they, but they've all put it in the fuck it bucket thinking they're not going to get paid and then I something will I happen. I think that would have pissed a lot of people off. I mean, I think it's great because, I mean, the reaction, it yeah. up, but. I think that would have pissed a lot. The reaction in the comments was a little bit. Everyone's They'd like, be like Lori becoming like, the new Michael Myers. I just yeah. uh, yeah. I don't fucking know. <clears throat> like there's shock okay. value shit, and then there's just you. I got some hot. I need some hot takes on this week's view. <laughs> Now, Jeffrey, you're probably the only one who's going to react when I say bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. There's shit going down. Denise! There's shit going down for the Bravo Network and Andy Cohen because former housewives are starting to get litigious. Leah McSweeney, who was a cast member of Real Housewives of New York City for seasons 12 and 13, is suing Andy Cohen and Bravo because uh, she says they provided a toxic work environment. Um, and basically that, uh, let, let me get her, I'll get her official statement so I don't paraphrase it and expose my bias already. Um, she is saying, uh create a dangerous work environment, encourage substance abuse, artificially create drama, and cynically prey on the vulnerabilities of their employees. Okay. Why'd you sign up for the show, then? Here's my feeling. And this is, I, I, I'm going to go, I'll, I'll go first, and everyone else can, can breathe in it. Okay. You came into the television show in season 12... And 13, I'm assuming that you would have some kind of legal representation, talent management, something like that, that would have done their due diligence and informed you about what kind of show you were signing on for. Reality television called Real Housewives. 
where there are multiple franchises across multiple countries all over the world where their bread and butter is making bitches go crazy and seeing <laughs> how they react. I think you should have known better. And also, the fact that you're alleging that um, they encourage, they, they expose and encourage your alcoholism and mental health issues, they're your issues. You're a grown adult. If you know you have an alcohol abuse issue, why would you put yourself in that situation to begin with? And as we always say on this show, mental health issues are not your fault, but they are your responsibility. So if you're making money off a show like this, use that money to go get some mental health help. As opposed to acting like a victim when you got fired after your second season because you were boring. The end. That's all I have to say on the matter. But this is part of the problem with the modern world is that everyone is looking for someone to blame for their issues. Correct or not? Am I in my own in my in my own tree here? No yeah. one can yeah. force no one can force a grown adult to drink. You are choosing to do that, yeah? It's It might be on the yeah. set. It might be there. It might be, you know, the storyline is we're all going on, on holiday. We're all going to get drunk. You don't have to do it. There is no one like, there's no gun. Andy Cohen, the gayest man in history, is not holding a gun to the back and going, God, you better drink. No, that's not what's happening. You've just got weak moral character and can't stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like, what is that about? And like, there's um, Bethany Frankel is is another one who is now trying to sue him and uh, for a toxic work environment. And that it's interesting that Bethany is trying to sue him now after she pitched shows to Bravo that they didn't pick up. I'm like, it's certainly biting the hand that used to feed you, but. She wouldn't have had the platform that she... I mean, Bethany Frankel had that horrible, horrible wine. She had those horrible, horrible cocktails, that horrible, mm. horrible talk show. Like, they're all still out, aren't they? The deal? Well, like, the oh, yeah, Skinny Girl, yeah. The talk show is definitely not still out. It's like, hello. No, yeah. She gone. But some people just have to accept that, you know, you do sometimes have a 15-minute spotlight and you can't be the hot shit the entire time and then go, oh, it's like legitimately traumatizing and you're having issues over it. Yeah, of course. Do something about it. But eight years after the fact, and then she has a podcast talking about the shows that are on now. I don't get that. I feel like that's like, me being Jeff's ex-employee and being like, you know, living the best life, and then five years later, go, um, you called me fat on a Thursday, on, um, <laughs> and I'd like to see you for that because I feel that's toxic, and I can't eat cheese anymore. It's like fucking grow up, <laughs> like really. These are grown-ass women; they know what they're doing. I mean, you don't sign, and if you don't, if you don't read a contract. If you don't watch the show, you're going to fucking go on. You deserve everything you got. I mean, Jeff, you filmed the, you guys filmed the pilot for, for a TV reality, or more than a pilot. You guys filmed a couple of episodes for a reality TV show. I'm sure you guys had people sign waivers and stuff like that. For their we use. had contracts. Exactly. And those contracts would have been pretty tight, correct? Well, I, I mean, here's the thing, right? So... These people, you, you go into it, you don't know what you're doing. You may not have had an entertainment lawyer. And, I mean, Bravo is notorious for having horrible contracts. Very one-sided contracts. They got paid very little. So if they didn't go into this with a boatload of money, they can't afford a lawyer. Um, and two, you know... 
so they're going to go film an episode or whatever because you know David was a producer. Um, outrageous. <laughs> so it'd be like, hey, if you you don't you, you don't fill your end of the contract, we're, we're going to sue you because it's in your contract that we can take your house, we can take your business. Because I mean, Bethany even put out there, you know, like so, the girls that go on the show, if they start a business after they've been on the show, Bravo gets X percentage of their profits for the rest of their lives. Wow. You know, these contracts were that bad, but you go into it thinking, oh, you gotta well, look, you gotta look at shit like that though. Like you can't just assume that everyone's looking out for your well being things through. Right. But you don't, you know what I mean? Like if, you're like, okay, well, what's the trade-off? I'm going to get to be on TV. Maybe this company's going to make a million dollars. You're not thinking yeah. of, but like Steve said, that's the that's accountability. A, that that's that's responsibility falls on your shoulders. Like Bravo didn't hide anything in all those contracts. It says it right there in black and white. If you choose to sign the bottom line because you want to be famous for two seasons, that's on you. You didn't read right, it. That, that doesn't that's not, excuse that's them fault. to have a shitty work environment, though. But that, that's, so that's whether, that becomes whether or not they If their work environment was so shitty, how is calling the show still around for thirteen seasons and they haven't been sued by multiple cast members? Why is it only this one that's come forward? No, you know what I mean. So there's, there's more people coming. Forward. There's more, but my there's my issue is my issue is the fact that she's choosing to blame her issues with sobriety on the show. That's her choice. Like whether you, whether I know I know that alcoholism, you know, addiction is it's a legitimately serious thing, but you can't go. They're making me drink. No one is forcing that drink into your body. I mean, but you can just be. You, what, maybe they we, threatened to sue her. But she didn't have a drink. Jeff, we, we we've watched the sh- we've watched the show. The people that don't do things, they just don't get storylines. They sit there and go like this, and you can't. Yeah, the thing, when you are again, and, and especially in that franchise, when you're up against big personalities. Like that's Luann. I mean, but you, you don't know, know what's going Louis. on in this chick's world that they were like, yo, if you don't do something, you don't get, you know, you don't create a storyline for yourself. We're going to let you go. You know, maybe you need to pick up a drink. We'll get you back in AA. You know what I mean? You don't know what they were saying. And that's maybe still that's a choice. To. I understand it's right. still a choice. But when somebody's saying right. that we're going to drop your ass and you're not going to have an income, you're not going to have a way to like save your family, you make dumb choices. But again, that does not give the company that right to do anything like that. Like that's not okay. And they, you can't do that shit. And I don't know that they did that, but I'm just trying to. Follow no, right. Kristen, no, they no, said Kristen Cavallari from the Hills or like, you know, Laguna beach, that show said that Whoa, they, the producers, oh, yeah. yeah, well, she, she had an interview and she said the producers specifically made it so that she would end up in certain situations where there would be a fight, where they said to her, listen, do this, say this, so that it would make good TV. Like, again, it's just and the life that you're in now. For, That's it. for her, like, for her at that time. Like, ripped in, her, like, improv. Yeah, for her yeah. at that time, of course. Yeah, cool. But for this woman who signed on 12 and 13 years down the track, when there is yeah. years and seasons and franchises of what this network and company does for their bread and, and butter. show, and yeah. they're not hiding that. Like, well, I mean, that, well, right? how, everyone knows the housewives is about fucking people going crazy. Like, how hard would it have been to pick up and be like, hey, you know, you're calling somebody else from a previous season or something to be yeah. like, hey, uh, I've been approached by Bravo to do the show. Like, what, what's what's it like? Is it really this bad? What, you know, what I mean, like, what what prevented you from doing your own research on that? And I understand yeah. that a lot of people when presented with fame and likes and stuff like that probably don't think things through. Yes, yes, I got yeah. And, want, and you I know want, what? Yeah. That does not give Bravo the right to do shitty things. But you know what? Bravo's a fucking private company. And guess what? We asked you to do it. You signed a contract. Guess what? Now your ass is ours. You should have fucking read it. And if you don't like it, then you can go fucking kick rocks. Because the only reason you're on the show is because you have money. You had it income beforehand. So you don't like what we're doing? Then go fucking back to making you $20 an hour serving whatever fucking bartender while your rich husband sits around with his fucking secretary. And then you just leave us alone. You go back to being you. We have no problem exactly. with that. See you later. And don't ah. start a fucking skinny margarita company that we get 12% of 
for the rest of you know, in perpetuity for the rest of the fucking business. Every every fucking every yes, decision. Yes, I try to tell the girls this all the time. There's no such thing as I didn't have a choice. You have a choice in everything you do. You may not like the consequence of that choice, but you always have a choice. Your friends are smoking, mm-hmm. and they're they're not going to be friends with you. Don't smoke anymore. Guess what? Don't fucking touch a cigarette. Go find new friends that won't put you in that position anymore. Is it going to be hard? Right. Yeah, it's going to be hard. But you know what? Lung cancer may be hard now when you're fucking addicted to cigarettes or getting kicked out of the house because mom doesn't like your fucking choices. There's consequences to everything. And you got to live <laughs> by those consequences based on the fucking choices you made. And that's it. Trust me. I've made plenty of bad decisions. That's why I was on fucking dialysis. And I fucking lo- I had to have three organ transplants. And why I had to have my fucking eyes cut out in January and December. But you know what? I don't regret a fucking single thing I did because I enjoyed my ass off in my fucking 20s. You know, right? and that's just that's just the price I chose to pay. Devil said, "You want to have fun now? This is the price you're going to pay when you're 40 years old." And I said, "Done," and checked that box. And I don't regret a fucking single decision that I made. But there are just there are consequences to every decision, and you make that decision, yeah. you got to stand by the consequences, and that's it. That's it. Beautiful. I love people that. are going to fucking and people will cry about it because, like Steve said, there's no accountability anymore. It's never anybody's fault. This is never my fault. Guess what? You picked up the drink, you put Didn't it in your mouth, and you blew fucking ten years of ass. What's that? I said this about that concert and that stampede. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. fucking people that's, suck, that's, man. Yeah. Just in general, people suck. No one, no, no one thinks of consequences anymore. Yeah. Well, when you <laughs> when you take a like a, a what eight year old to a concert with ten thousand people, of course something bad's gonna fucking happen. But anyway. That's not a problem. Sometimes we just want to wipe ourselves clean of the horror that is our lives, and that's what we're going to do with this week's What the Fuck. What the? Now, we uh, we were talking about, you know, what our younger selves would think about our uh, our current choices, et cetera, et cetera. Imagine that you are, you know, like this woman at 56 years old, we went to hospital for a headache and woke up with no memory of the last 30 years. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> so this, this happened in Fuck. October 2018. Um, Kim Cole developed a pain in her head that gave her blurry vision and left her feeling extremely dizzy. The grandmother from Louisiana was at Bible study group, oh, God, in Baton Rouge when the incident took place and immediately sought medical attention. She finally woke up in the emergency room, confused. However, things took a turn for the worse when she had no recollection that she was married or had two children and no no knowledge of the last 30 years, including, you know, who was president, Um, the fact that computers existed, all of that kind of shit was lost. Uh, I'm ten. I, I fucking sign me up. <laughs> sign, you want to be, be ten years fucking, old in an adult let body? Me, yeah, let me try again. Like a quick reset. Yeah. Yeah, go, you gotta catch on quick, it? right? That's what she Man, said. Like it's fucking terrible. That that's like terrible. She, she's talking yeah. about um that they, they said, do you know what year it is? She goes, yeah, nineteen eighty. The president, who's the president, Ronald Reagan, and she goes. Oh, she she talks about how um how how much has changed and how, like we literally take for granted. She goes, when I went home, I didn't know what the TV was because last time I remember, you had fucking last television. last time I remember a TV, it was a box that sat free like freestanding. It had an aerial that we turned on, and you know, this thing is like recessed into the wall it can tell you you can voice control it you can do all of this stuff she's like i had to go and relearn how to do stuff like change a channel like do all that kind of stuff because she's like i they had a manual tv the last thing she remembers is having a manual television things have changed and she's been diagnosed with extensive amnesia um also known as transient global amnesia um, but there's no reason they've got no reasoning as to why it happened, how it happened, if she'll ever get her memory back. So, Imagine being uh, able to press the reset button. Is that something you would do? Yeah, but that's not a reset button. 
it's I all sorry. Okay, a small point. Ten years old in a ten year old body. Let's do it. You know, like I'll give that a shot. Yeah. But like was, to be forty after dialysis and with three organ transplants, it's like how the hell did I get here? You know, <laughs> yeah. that's that sounds <laughs> miserable. <laughs> the heart, yeah. That's terrible. Well, body yeah, like, would you be happy yeah. with your did life? Did she know she was like however old she was, or did she think she was like she thought it was nineteen eighty, Jeff? So she thought so she was like Yeah, she'd lost she'd lost those years. She doesn't remember having yeah. Um they they say most times this only lasts for twenty four hours. But she's just like, oh. like feel she's think about her, her husband and her children. Like that's gotta be devastating for yeah. them. Like you don't know your kids, you know, yeah. like that would that's horrifying. Again, like if you got a reset, you know what I mean? Like you're doing it for the first time, it's not gonna be so bad. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, but if, like, right, if you got to do it all from the beginning, but like now you're playing catch up, so it's not like you know, and, like, yeah. and you're, you're nah, it'll, be fresh. it'll be fresh because now you're starting, no, you're relearning. Yes, so oh, be think fresh. about it, think about it. You wake up and you, you go, What the fuck? this is what I did? Like, you know, I am, are you truly happy with what you chose? How do you know That's anybody really the, the truth? Hey, fucking that rhinoceros, and it's like what? It's like you did it. I don't know, <laughs> you, but you fucked that rhino, so <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, it's like holy shit, did I do these things? I would definitely do that to any of my friends. I'd Photoshop the <laughs> shit out of some photos. <laughs> oh, I would too, but I mean, if it was you, that would be terrible. But you know what? To 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 wrap it up, there are some things that you just can't forget because they're recorded forever. And that's why we have that's why oh we love my god we love you thanks for joining us today kids it's been a hot hot one here in australia tim's back he's feistier than ever jeffrey just wants <laughs> to press reset <laughs> jeffrey's gonna be like who am i where am i what's going on I'm <laughs> praying for it. <laughs> All right, folks, we'll see you very, 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 very soon. Get ready, ready, ready to run. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.